Hello everyone, it's Luke, and I hope all of you are safe and well. Thanks for taking the time to check in here for my monthly podcast. I would like to spend most of today going over the enlist system and go over do's and don'ts, and I'll also go over retail and grower programs. But before I get started on that, I would like to briefly give a shout out to a few other products that may be top of mind right now. Uh, for corn, our focus should be Realm Q and Resicor. Uh, these products should be tank mixed with atrazine and glyphosate. Resicor has a cutoff of 11 inches and Realm Q up to V6. I've also been getting a few calls on Accent and Steadfast Q. When we have glyphosate resistant grasses after corn has emerged, these products are typically our go-to. My standard program is an ounce and a half of Steadfast Q plus a full rate of highly loaded glyphosate and 1% crop oil. Uh, coverage is key with this product, so make sure we use a lot of water. Uh, if you're using Accent, I'd recommend 0.9 ounces plus 1% crop oil and a lot of water as well. We need to be running at, uh, a minimum 10 to 15 gallons uh, of water per acre. These products can be tank mixed with glyphosate and other commonly used herbicides. So if you have any questions on needing help position these products and having a specific program, just give me a call and we can work through that of what our best recommendations can be uh, in using those products post-emerge for glyphosate resistant grasses. If we haven't burned down yet, please keep in mind Elevore. It has the best efficacy on larger mare's tail, up to eight inches tall, and works especially well when we're getting later on in applications for burn downs, especially right now when, when we're pushing uh, really tall mare's tail. Uh, Elevore is going to be a great fit for that. All of these products that I've mentioned uh, are eligible for True Choice Financing and Corteva Cash. Now let's move on to Enlist. Enlist is the answer to much of our weed control problems that we are experiencing across Tennessee and Kentucky. Corteva is prepared to supply 20% of the soybean market with Enlist E3 beans. Most of our commonly used soybean brands that are in my territory have access to the Enlist trait, and we have options to provide all of our growers. We're able to provide any grower who wants E3 beans a product through various seed companies. Enlist is the most sustainable option in the available trade options that we have in our marketplace. And I'm going to go over uh, a little bit more about Enlist and what are our do's and don'ts and what are some differences that we may have between Enlist and other trade technologies that are out in the marketplace today. When we think about our herbicide options, we have two options in the Enlist system for herbicide use, and that is Enlist 1 and Enlist Duo. Enlist 1 is our primary product of choice because of its tank mix flexibility. Enlist 1 has the new formulation of 2,4-D, which contains the Colex-D technology that helps minimize the potential for physical drift. With this product, I recommend two pints or 32 ounces of Enlist 1, and at this rate, you are provided with one pound of active ingredient 2,4-D. Enlist 1 has the most options for nozzle selections, from Greenleaf, T-Jet, and Wilger to many others with various pressure ranges as well. The best place to find uh, nozzle selection is going to be on the Enlist 1 label. Going back to tank mix flexibility, all approved tank mixes can be found in, at EnlistTankMix.com. And it's up to date as of last week. And that is the most recent update that we're going to have before the grower se uh, growing season. So go ahead and look at what all is on that tank mix website 
and, and go ahead and start making uh, uh, decisions on what we're going to be doing with Enlist tank mixes this year. Enlist One also has the ability to be tank mixed with Liberty and AMS. This is very unique to over-the-top auction systems, and Enlist is the only system that um, allows a tank mix of Liberty and AMS. What our recommendation would be here is we recommend a quart of Liberty with a quart of Enlist One uh, and one and a half to three pounds of AMS. I'd also recommend 15 gallons of water. Our second option is Enlist Duo, which contains glyphosate. At my recommended rate of 4.75 pints, you're getting a pound each of active ingredient for 2,4-D-choline and glyphosate. Also, all, light, all nozzles can be found on the Enlist Duo label that are approved for use with the Enlist system. So now that we know more about the Enlist herbicides, when should we spray, when should we not spray, um, how do we be prepared uh, for spraying Enlist. First, we need to make sure that we're spraying in the right window for the crops. Enlist can be sprayed with no plant back to Enlist crops. So you can do that right behind the planter as long as you're using an Enlist herbicide on an Enlist crop. You also have up through R2 and Enlist E3 soybeans and up to mid-bloom and phytogen cotton. If you're tank mixing Enlist with Liberty, your timing would be up to R1 and E3 beans and early bloom and phytogen cotton. You can spray up to two times per season post-emergence per crop, and if doing sequential applications, please have 12 days between those applications. When it comes to nozzles and tank mix partners, for a nozzle to be used, it must be on the label of Enlist One or Duo, and products must be on the EnlistTankMix.com website as an approved tank mix partner. By label, Enlist can be sprayed with a wind speed of 3 to 10 miles per hour. I personally really like uh, the wind speed between 5 and 10. And though we do not have a time of day restriction on Enlist, we do have temperature inversion restrictions. Temperature inversions are most common in the late afternoon, through the night, and early morning when wind, wind speeds are less than 3 miles per hour and the temperature is within 5 degrees of nighttime low and as well as when fog is visible during dawn or dusk. So personally, the, the current dicamba restrictions are, are actually a really good time to spray and list as well. Um, however, our recommendation, most importantly, is checking to see if we are in a temperature inversion. Um, and those are typically done, uh, like I said earlier, early morning, late evening, and, and throughout the night. We do recommend a spray volume of 10 to 15 gallons of water per acre, boom height being 24 inches or less above crop canopy, and we should be triple rinsing our sprayer when completing uh, the application with a tank cleaner unless we are going into glyphosate tolerant corn. Then we can reduce the clean out to one rinse. Uh, this process can be found in our Enlist product use guide, uh, which I'd be more than happy to get out to anyone who needs a copy, uh, digital or physical. So next we're going to move on to the big question about our susceptible crops. Uh, what are adjacent fields? Uh, where can I spray? Where can I not spray in regards to sensitive areas and susceptible crops? And we're going to go into what those even mean. Uh, so first, let's determine what a susceptible crop is. Uh, a susceptible crop would be, uh, in my area, non-enlist cotton, grapes, tomatoes, and tobacco. 
And so these are crops that have high susceptibility to 2,4-D. And so the most important thing to know about these crops is that if they are in an adjacent field downwind of your field that you're spraying, we would not spray Enlist in that scenario. We would want to spray Liberty or Glyphosate instead. And so if you're getting ready to spray and the wind is blowing toward that adjacent field that has non-Enlist cotton, grapes, tomatoes, or tobacco, it would not be a legal application to spray Enlist. So the most important thing for us to know is that we need to check wind speed uh, in its direction and environmental conditions before we make the application. Uh, but that raises usually another question. How do we determine if a field is adjacent or not? My recommendation here is uh, knowing if you are aware of a field that is downwind or you can identify a field that would have one of these crops, that is a field that would be adjacent. Um, tree lines, ditches, those do not remove a field from being adjacent. And so that would be my general recommendation is if you can identify uh, a field downwind that would be uh, some of these susceptible crops and the wind is blowing toward those fields, we would not spray in that scenario. We would go to one of the other tools that we have like uh, Liberty or Glyphosate. If the wind is blowing away from those adjacent fields that have a susceptible crop, we're safe to spray as long as we are between uh, the wind speeds of the label that's uh, three to 10 miles per hour. And if we're not sp spraying into a temperature inversion, uh, which I've already talked about. Crops that are not susceptible would be wheat, rice, and soybeans. So as long as you're within the wind speeds, you're safe to spray in list, uh, regardless of which way the wind is blowing when you are surrounded by those crops such as wheat, rice, and soybeans. That's very different than the dicamba system because soybeans are not considered a susceptible crop within the Enlist system. Another area we would want to watch out for is when wind is blowing toward a sensitive area. And a sensitive area is those areas that would inhabit or potentially inhabit an endangered species. And if the wind is blowing towards that area, the distance or a buffer that we would have is 30 feet. If the wind is blowing away from that sensitive area, there would be no buffer required and you can go row to row uh, with that sensitive area. As a comparison, this is similar to the 110 foot buffer uh, that the Extend platform has or an additional 57 foot buffer in counties that have endangered species like Madison County, McNary County, and Chester County. Uh, once again, Enlist, when the wind is blowing toward a sensitive area, only has a 30-foot buffer. Finally, Enlist has no required trainings in Tennessee or Kentucky for growers. However, I highly encourage growers to take the online training at Enlist.com. Growers who use Enlist this year will also receive $2.50 back an acre every time they spray Enlist, and they'll also receive rewards on other Corteva products when they use uh or match products on the same acres that they apply in the list. Uh, any growers that we want to have one-on-one -on -one training with, as, as far as Enlist goes, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm more than happy or more than willing to go and meet with growers and, and talk about the Enlist system and, and answer any questions that they may have prior to spraying. Retailers should also complete the retail training 
uh, in order to receive an additional rebate on Enlist products uh, for the retailer. These trainings can also be found on Enlist.com. In conclusion, all E3 soybeans have tolerance to glyphosate, glufosinate, and 2,4-D-choline. Uh, phytogen cotton with the Enlist trait has tolerance to those same herbicides as well. They also have WideStrike 3 technology, which gives growers three traits to fight against bollworms. Uh, the genetic and trait packages that E3 soybeans and phytogen cotton has it is industry leading and provides growers with the most sustainable solution long term. Uh, so I really encourage you guys, uh, any growers that are having phytogen cotton, uh, we should be heavily looking at E3 soybeans and the same thing uh, vice versa. Any E3 soybean growers out there who are growing cotton, we really need to look at the phytogen cotton seed as well. So with that, that's all I had for you guys today. Uh, please reach out to me if you have any questions. Uh, I certainly appreciate your support of Corteva products. And I'll catch you guys next time. Stay safe out there. If you need anything, let me know.